0: Women stay for financial reasons. The other side of that is sometimes you really love a person despite the wrong that they might do. Even if they're abusive, you know, there's kind of like this Stockholm syndrome thing that goes on where the good is so good that you're willing to overlook the bad. And it's a toxic cycle. But that is essentially why another reason why people stay in these relationships.
1: Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're gonna spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from Bravo cocktails.com And as always, it's all
2: alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds I'm B, and I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea.
1: What's up, cocktailers?
2: Hey, cocktailers. So
1: today we're very excited because my friend Michelle Dempsey-Moltak is with us. Did I say your married name right, Michelle? You sure did. Michelle is a fellow New York girl, although she currently lives in South Florida. She can be found on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey. Michelle is a divorce and co-parenting coach and trains divorce professionals to help their clients conquer divorce by taking the co-parenting high road. Michelle is also a best-selling author. Her book, Moms Moving On, is a must-read for all moms going through a divorce. You can also hear her podcast at Moms Moving On, basically wherever you listen to your podcasts,
0: right? Apple, Spotify, all, the all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is like my favorite topic ever, aside from the one I focus on all day, every day. (laughs) Well, we
2: are so excited to have you. And funny enough, these topics do tend to kind of overlap. So we are going to pull you in for some of your expert opinions on some Bravo Liberty situations. So we thought we might start with that. There's a lot of another day, another divorce, I feel like, when it comes to Bravo. A couple of splits that kind of come to mind are that have been in the news this week are the Hochsteins, so Lisa Mm -hmm. and Lenny, in Miami. Their fellow South Florida girl, she's also in Miami. So they have two young kids. I want to say maybe their oldest is maybe six. The plastic surgeon husband, Lenny, very, very publicly cheated. A lot of us came to light as we were watching the last season of Miami. Then we also have Cray and Kim from oh Real Housewives of Atlanta. 11 years of marriage, four new kids, two. He adopted her two oldest girls. They are also going through a very contentious split. Lots of financial issues there. So my question for you, and this is going to be a slam dunk, I'm going to guess. But OK, so both Kim and Croy and the Hochsteins are living in still living with each other in their marital homes, despite mm-hmm. the fact that they are going through these nasty divorces. What do you think about the fact that they're both still living in the homes together? Is there any way that could end well?
0: I mean, OK, so let's first start by saying that these aren't regular homes. The, the Hockstein home here in Miami is like I mean it's like seven of like normal homes put together so in that respect the the space issue is great you know but that's not real life and for most people who do split and can't physically separate yet it's a nightmare to be in the same house with the person if you are high conflict if there is litigation going on for at least what we've seen on the show and heard from what lisa shares lenny was bringing the girl into the house So I do not think this is a good situation. There is a lot of benefits to this. It's called bird nesting. And in the divorce world, it's really, really good for the kids when the kids are adjusting to this new world of their parents being divorced. And what that usually looks like when you're not a hox scene or, you know, a a celebrity, one parent will be in the house for a week with the kids and then leave. And then the other parent will come in for a week. And when this is done like normally in a healthy way, it's really, really great for the kids up until a certain point. But I don't know that with all that's going on with Lisa and Lenny, this is the best choice. It seems to me that. Lisa doesn't want it this way he just refuses to go anywhere and he's trying to kick her out of the house and he also
1: has another condo so I feel like he has full access to the home but
0: I don't believe he sleeps there every night no I think he comes and goes as he pleases and honestly I mean from what it seems like she's being tortured by this whole thing have you met
1: them do you know them do you have any people in um, common in common yes
0: Yes, that's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, because they're um,
1: all around Miami. It'd be hard, I feel, to be in South Florida and not.
0: Yeah, you know? no, and the the housewives in Miami are like very accessible. Miami's not a big place. Like I've seen Alexia a million times. She's really sweet. She always stops to talk. Nicole from Miami is great. She came to one of my book signings last year. She's so sweet. She brought Grayson, and we connected also about like divorce and all of that, but. But Lisa, no, I, you know, I, I see so many people comment on her Instagram, like, you need to follow Michelle, you need to call Michelle. And I'm sure she knows of me and and who I am. But, you know, some people aren't always ready for that help. And I think she's in a place where she's just probably she's been so gaslit and she doesn't know who to trust. Right. So, you know, I'm not surprised that like there hasn't been like an introduction. I, I feel terrible for her, truly. I mean, he's got a reputation around here anyway from way before this split. And he's not well liked. They would throw these huge parties all the time. And he didn't conduct himself like the husband of somebody.
1: And we saw that, I think, at the Miami reunion this year. I mean, and Lisa sort of said, like, the way I understood it was she kind of was like, I never expected him to leave me. Like, you know, like, I guess she was willing to ignore a lot of it.
0: Yes. I think Um, for her, it was like, I, this is who he is. I'm going to put up with it. And she had resigned herself to that lifestyle. So for him to like turn around and leave was definitely very shocking for her. A lot of women are in situations like that.
2: I was just going to ask you that that topic has come up a lot. The women who seem to look the other way, they kind of know their husband strays. So is that is that a what is some of the psychology? Is it about safety
0: for these women? And well, I think it's different in a lot of in a lot of scenarios, but what i see is for financial reasons you know women will look the other way they don't want they know that a divorce will drastically change their lifestyle maybe they haven't worked in a long time or maybe they don't want their lifestyle to change and there's frankly nothing wrong with that everybody has a different level of tolerance i think for what their spouse can and can't do but more and more that i'm in this this role As a divorce and co-parenting coach, you know, people come to me with all their shit confidentially. And I'm finding out about so many people in open marriages and swinging with other couples. And I'm like, oh, my God. But this is, you know, what some people do. Inevitably, the couples that do this, I see over time, you know, they split up. But I think if you're dealing with a husband who, you know, he has a lot of money, you're living a cushy life, and he's doing his own thing on business trips or whatever, and you know it, but you don't you know that a divorce, you signed a prenup, and then you'd be left with nothing. I see why many people look the other way. It's sad. And it's a sad way to live. But you know, some people really do care about their appearances.
1: And right, the appearances and some people, I guess, say to themselves like, well, like so long as like you said, on a business trip. So the assumption is the public doesn't know. I right. think with a lot of these, what we've seen, it's a couple a couple things in the housewives world. Number one, when it becomes public, it becomes a problem. I, I know you're not a Vanderpump Rules gal, but I I think there was some extent of that with Tom and Ariana. Not that she knew it was as regular as it was, but that when he had cheated it wasn't really public. It wasn't really confirmed. It wasn't a girl on the cast. So she was willing to forgive him and stay with him. And then the other thing, which is like the Camille Grammer effect, mm-hmm. I think a lot of these women, the husbands put them on the show to kind of give them... Distract. Yes, or even give them the income, Michelle. Like yeah. So then when they're going for the divorce, maybe they don't have to give him as much money.
0: I definitely saw that with Camille Grammer. That's so funny that you say that. And that was fucked up, too. But, you know, it sucks. It sucks. But I do think I think Camille would have stayed with him. I think Lisa would stay with Lenny. I mean, she says Mm -hmm. all the time that she still loves him. I think she'd really look past it. And I do think so the other side of that. So women stay for financial reasons. The other side of that is sometimes you really love a person despite the wrong that they might do, even if they're abusive. You know, there's kind of like this Stockholm syndrome thing that goes on where the good is so good that you're willing to overlook the bad. And it's a toxic cycle. But that is essentially why uh, another reason why people stay in these relationships.
2: It makes sense. I know that you're not, please, I have to
0: apologize to you and your listeners. And all of my friends who cannot fucking believe that I am not a VPR person, but like, (laughs) it started... And for whatever reason, I didn't get into it. And then with each passing season, I'm like, oh, God, now I'm too far gone. And now, I mean, everybody's reaching out to me about SkandaVal. And I'm like, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really I let everybody down.
2: There is an Instagram going around that's like, here are the episodes you need to watch to catch up. Yes. So we I should will find that. that and send it to you. So because it's like only like 12 versus. Okay. You know, however many seasons, but Fine. I know you know kind of the gist, right? And yeah. it kind of doesn't matter. So Tom Sandoval is—he's one of the two Toms on the show. He's very big on the spotlight. He's been in multiple bands, including he his looks current like a cover band. with
0: I don't. I, he's not with the mustache. Yeah, I just—he looks wormy. I, I don't and understand I, I was the just appeal. Gonna
2: say, might you call him a worm with a mustache? Yeah. So he's got his name, like. He's on multiple bars, very much all about the, you know, he's obviously on a reality TV show. Do you think it's possible for somebody who craves the spotlight to that extent to be in a healthy, normal relationship with another person?
0: No, I don't. I mean, there's a reason why you see all these crazy celebrity dramas, right? And like none of these things work out because... When somebody is more attached to the validation they get from the external, this is essentially why people cheat, right? Like they want that external validation. They're bored of the regular validation they get from their relationship. They're never going to be able to put that person's emotions ahead of that high of being famous or the likes or the money from the next show they're going to do. Listen, could it happen? Sure. Do we see these random celebrities that have been in relationships forever? Yes. But we also don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So. In this type of situation in today's day and age with like Insta fame and people becoming reality celebrities overnight, I think no. I mean, uh, not at least not from my perspective. And, and, and my, talking
1: it, about this makes me wonder how social media is going to, right? Because we're talking about celebrities and celebrities are a small portion of the population. And now we have Instagram, which has given everyday people access to followers and attention on a smaller scale sometimes on a bigger scale some of these TikTokers blow up and become famous right and you kind of wonder how that
0: will affect them and their relationships and never mind that they're children like Mm -hmm. right i mean you look at all of these reality tv stars and you're like oh my god their kids are watching you know some of them you're The kids are great and they seem to have like a healthy relationship with them and and with what they put out online. But, you know, this desire for fame kind of overrides what's going on underneath, you know, the roof of your house. And people forget that, like, children are going to grow up and be able to access social media or they're going to go to school and be teased because of what their parent puts Out online and on these reality Shows and I don't know I just I know In in the Sandoval situation there's no kids But that's something that is always Top of mind for me when I'm doing My thing on social media or In interviews or whatever
2: Agreed and you know actually it's funny that you brought Up the kids because I wanted to Talk to you about Jersey so you know I know you're a Jersey fan Teresa and Joe G-Dice Is that how I say it B? che yes. Judice, Okay. They went, you know, we know they went through it on screen, right? They both went to jail. Joe got deported. Then they got divorced. Despite all of that, the kids all seem to be very well adjusted and seem to be very close to both parents. What do you think that Joe and Teresa did right in that case to make sure the kids had a really healthy outcome of the divorce all that trauma that they went through as a family or you know, are I, they trauma bonded <laughs>
0: yeah i think it could be both right like i think they are trauma bonded to mom because at least gia was old enough to like kind of hold her mom's hand through it but all that to say she seems really well adjusted and like you know a daughter i'd want on my side in hard times but then i think was it Adriana who just got into University of Michigan? Like that's a really- Gabriella. Gabriella. A really great freaking school to get into. Like, wow. So what I think was the benefit to them there is despite the horror (laughs) of their relationship and what Joe did to put, for Teresa to end up in jail, the strong family values that they have with Teresa's parents being involved with, you know, I guess Melissa and Joe, when that was still a thing. And the fact that like, uh, and Joe Judice's family is very involved.
1: His brother, and, his sister, his, yes. his mom, his dad passed. But yeah,
0: we forget that extended family plays such an important role in our children's lives. And Harvard research shows that you need one stable caregiver in a child's life in order for them to thrive. Clearly, when mom was away, and dad was there by himself, there were other people to step in and help. They were not neglected. And I do think it all comes back to the family values, you know, like. There's no doubt that in an Italian, family values are important and they are strong and it's a village Mm -hmm. that comes together to raise children. So I do very much think it's that. And also, Teresa has done a really great job of supporting her daughter's relationship with Joe. Like, yeah, she's sending the kids down to visit him. They're FaceTiming, they're calling, you know, they still have love for each other. And you, you can see that. And the kids feel that, too. That that goes a long way, too, for the children. Michelle, my mom always would say that to me. My mom was a school teacher, and she said that she would often tell parents,
1: and not because she knew about the Harvard study that you quoted, but she would always say it takes one good parent to raise a healthy, successful kid. Amen. And, I mean, look how many of us – I had two parents, but how many of – I know, Michelle, your mom was a single mom for a time, right? Yes. And so many successful people, friends of ours, and people we know – Come from single parent households, so we know that to be the case. And I can talk, and believe me, when we get into Jersey, I'm about to talk a lot of smack about Teresa. But okay. <laughs> one thing that I have said on here, uh-huh. and I always say, is I really admire her and Joe's relationship, Judy Che. I admire how they really stuck with each other. I mean, obviously not as romantic partners, but where they're they they just The greater good of their four daughters, daughters, whatever, was their primary concern, the both of them. And I think that was its daughters. I think it's very rare that, like, Teresa's very strong in that she was able to do that. I think it's hard to do that when faced with so much, so publicly.
0: Yeah, I mean, Teresa is not the most insightful Makes it easier, you're saying? Like, uh, yes, I do think it makes it a little bit easier. I do think, you know, she's just like working with what she's got every day. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said about her, but I do think that she really, 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 really cares about her children. And if we're gonna get into talking about Louis, which obviously we have to, oh,
1: we have to. Now, I
0: firmly believe that she doesn't see for a second what he is. She doesn't see it. She doesn't know how to see it. She can't. She couldn't see it with Joe. Like, that makes me sad for her. But, you know. But here's
1: the... Okay, but here now here's the difference. So we're seeing... Okay, you watched this season. We watched him explode at the finale and all of that. Do you mean to tell me, Michelle, that he hasn't shown these behaviors outside of filming the show?
0: I think she has, but she's also love-bombed and gaslit. Mm. Whereas, you know, somebody who is therapy savvy and who has done maybe some healing work and is really educated on what signs to look for in a toxic relationship you know i don't think she she's has that and you know she's got her love bubble and he gives her whatever she wants and you know and all he's she never wanted was snapped on the girls like is it possible he's never snapped now, on her daughters i don't think so i don't think do so. do you think it's coming you think it's not you think that he has snapped on them I of course like it's it's easy for him to hide that side of him on camera but if that's who he is and if all these ex-wives and ex-girlfriends that are coming out of the woodwork to verify that you know say this then like I don't know but I do think he has also done a good job of aligning with the girls in whatever capacity he needed to do that whether that was like telling them what they needed to hear and love bombing them also I mean he's turned everybody against their family, I feel like, no? Listen,
1: and we're going to get into their feud and where you stand, but clearly the Gorgas and the Judy Chase have had issues for years. But what we also saw at the first part of the re- reunion was Melissa saying, when you got out of prison and when Joe went away- your first husband, we had peace, we were hanging out, we were going out to dinners and they showed pictures. And for that time, from then until she met Louis, and even a little bit into her relationship with Louis, things were as copacetic between those, the brother and sister as they ever had been, right? Yes. In their married adult lives. So now, clearly, you're dealing with Louis and his mission to push Gorga out is, we have Judice in another country. He could pepper him up. He could smile the once every three years he sees him, the FaceTime occasionally. And Judice, again, you're dealing with a simple person, as you say, not that insightful, right? He thinks, hey, this guy's nice. He provides a nice home for my girls. Teresa's happy. Hey, let it go, right? Yeah. And so you turn Gorga against him. It helps that. Joe Judice doesn't like Gorga all that much because of their issues throughout the years, right? Right. You also have daughters who are used to a man in the house being gruff and rough around the edges. That's a good point. Because their dad was. So, you know, no, no, God rest his soul, was similar. And, you know, Gorga does have his blow-ups. I don't really see that around his kids, but certainly I'm sure they've witnessed it. So we know that Joe Judiche was very rough around the edges. We saw it, right? Yes. So when and You know what?
0: Now that I'm thinking about it, he was rough and he didn't do the repair that I'm sure Louie does. You know, like there was no yin and yang. It was just yin.
1: Mm. Right. But there was a that true, deep, real love there as opposed to the whole thing. Where do you land on the Jersey Gorga-Judy J feud?
0: I got to say that this reunion, this first one made me really sad almost. Like I am the most sad for Joe Gorga. You know, do I think Teresa and Melissa have gone at each other equally? Probably. Do I think maybe Teresa instigated more? Yes. Do I think Melissa, you know, has also pissed off Teresa 100%? But at the end of the day what matters is Teresa and Joe's relationship and what I see from Joe is he's emotional and he's sad and he's tried and I think he feels like no matter what he does, it's not good enough. He's heartbroken to not have family anymore. And that makes me so sad. And I got to say, like, I'm not team Joe and Melissa because I don't like Teresa. I'm team Joe and Melissa because I just feel like they have made more of an effort and they have put themselves out there a lot. And what makes me sad that like the kids want nothing to do with them, like Family's all you've got at the end of the day. But look, this is just my perception of what I'm watching. I could be wrong. I think there's a lot despite, you know, Teresa and her shit. There's a lot to admire about her too. Yeah, she's been to hell and back. She's turned those lemons into lemonade. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, for her children, a great example. And no doubt why her kids are, you know, have turned out as good as they are. But when it comes to the bullshit back and forth with the Gorgas, I got to say I'm team Joe and Melissa. I
2: have a question. Don't forget, like
0: Kim Kim D. Remember, Kim D was fed that information about Melissa being a stripper in the beginning when she was a cocktail waitress. Like somebody was always coming for Melissa.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, okay. Another question just for you. I'm very curious because we've talked about this so much, but with your expertise. So, we are talking about Teresa kind of not seeing Louis and not seeing some of these behaviors and being in this love bubble. Do you think that anybody or everybody in Teresa's closest inner circle, so her daughters, her best friend, do you think any of them are seeing and questioning Louie or is everybody in the love bubble? Well,
0: it sounds like Alexia and Todd may have seen it. Oh. Right? Oh.
2: oh. Didn't Why? they go
0: didn't they go Oh, no, from- you're
2: thinking of Dina and her Dina husband and her husband.
0: No, but they Didn't they? Oh, yeah. Alexia and her were just away. Okay, you're right. So it was Dina, Dina and her husband. Yeah, I think, listen, eventually, a leopard always shows its spots, you know, that saying, and I think Dina and her husband are very grounded. And they just like are enjoying their lives. And Dina never really gave a shit about the limelight. I do think they are smart people. But I I think
1: Dina has love for Teresa. And and she's always there for her. But I think that Dave doesn't want any part of Louie because he thinks he's you know, yes. shady. Yeah, but even if you're watching, right? If we're watching Teresa in current time, I think if we're looking at it, the people she's surrounded with are her fans. You have Jennifer Aiden, who she has a picture of her and Teresa in her bedroom.
0: I can't. I can't. <laughs> yes. Wait, uh,
2: stop it! I, did yeah, not I know swear,
0: that. it's on the show. I I saw <laughs> that, but to Jennifer. And for Jennifer, I think poor thing. her life is so fucked up. if is what she's got to hang her hat on. then I'm fine. gonna
1: hold my thought to get back to that. Okay. I want you to weigh in on the Aiden marriage. I want you to weigh in on that. and then I want to yes. get I'll finish my thought let's on the Teresa only having fans. Go ahead.
0: wait, okay. So the Aiden I think, marriage. I think Teresa is very like I said, I think she you want me to go to Aiden or you want me to talk about Teresa's friends? Let's
1: All go right, to Aiden. go to Aiden. I'm yeah. gonna go
0: to Aiden. okay. Teresa, I don't hate you. If you listen to this, I think you're wonderful and you deserve the best. But okay, Jennifer, darling, what don't you understand? This man has shown you, has told you, has basically like spelled it out for you that he wants no part of being a healthy, committed partner. What the fuck? Actually, if my husband came home and sat in our pool house, which by the way, I wish I had a pool house. And sat there and did nothing while my kids were obviously struggling. I would light the pool house on fire. I'm sorry, especially after she's chosen to forgive him publicly after he humiliated her. I don't think it's nice. I think Jennifer, for all intents and purposes, for whatever it's worth, I think she's a good, kind person in her heart dealing with a lot of pain. Yeah. And it's so unfair for her.
1: And what about when you're surrounded with family who have similar marriages and who culturally feel this is an appropriate way to be but married that's precisely and to live the life? Issue.
0: That's right. precisely the issue, you know. We're we're Middle Eastern. We're Turkish. This is how our men are. You take it or leave it. Well, you know what that means for the kids? Endless trauma. And that sweet daughter of theirs. Oh my God. Two. A... There's
1: two sweet daughters. No, but the one, one who we wants see Speaking of
0: Olivia, yeah. Yeah. Olivia wants to be a therapist and help people's marriages. You know why? Because she's screaming for help in her own life, and I like want to have her on my podcast because she reminds me so much of myself at that age who like just wanted to like make things feel better by fixing my parents. And it's right. it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I've but I think pod- Jennifer is one of those people who's not going to leave because she right. has this lifestyle. And she doesn't want to put her tail between her legs and, and have to say everybody was right. I
1: think it's interesting, and I've said this on the pod before. I agree with your assessment of Jennifer. I think she gets down and dirty with the girls. It's a reality show. That's her job, right? But I think in her heart, we see her help her brother and her parents. She's a very generous. She loves her family. And I think we're watching in real time somebody a couple seasons ago who just realized, like, I don't have to be in a marriage like this. Or I want to try to change my marriage. And now we're watching her husband, to your point, say, this isn't changing, hon. Go buy another ring. Go buy another dress.
0: Yeah. You know, do some more plastic
1: surgery, whatever it is. But I say that to say, will she not leave? Like, will there come a point? I was just going to
2: ask that question. Could she? Because we've seen her evolve.
1: I feel that we've watched her evolve. And what I find interesting about Teresa is I originally saw their friendship because Teresa was used to that quote unquote, old school. Now, listen, I'm Italian American. There's nothing old school about it. Yes. Back in the day, maybe it was, but like my mother didn't marry somebody who treated her that way. Right. So I certainly would never marry somebody who treated me that way. So people do evolve and change. And does Jennifer reach a point where she says, I want better for my girls and I want my sons to know they need to treat women better.
0: I wonder and, and sometimes I wonder if maybe she is that close to Teresa because Teresa's life is something that maybe she wants to emulate one day, you know, leave an unfulfilling or bad marriage and then find something better. But I don't know. I would but hope that she But if she's that, that, that close she to her, she's
1: probably seeing and she may be going,
0: you know what? Grass isn't greener. They're all crazy. You're, you're right. But I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you with every trailer for every new season, there's always a comment that makes you think that Jennifer has had enough and she's going to leave. And then she never does. This is like the third season that this happens. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, what is it going to take for you? But who knows? Or will she
1: just be miserable like her mother and father when she's older and lives separately? Okay, now here's the other thing. We saw Danielle Cabral kind of be their soldier. Now we know what that was for. That was to secure her spot. She picked their side. She Listen, if you're going to pick a side, Teresa's a pretty secure side. She's the only one who's been there since day one, and she's not going anywhere unless Louis really blows everything up, right? And Bravo has no choice. So with that said, you look at Danielle, and I mean, by anyone's estimation, she has a very happy marriage. Her husband, we've said it on here, happily plays second fiddle
0: to her. You know, it seems to be a very pure, loving marriage. Would you agree? Yes, and I love her. I think she was a great addition.
1: I agree with that. And I and also like,
0: really love Rachel, but we can focus on Danielle for now.
1: I think, And I think that they both seem to have modern, happy partnerships in a marriage. Yes, I think in many ways, we've watched Joe Gorga evolve. I mean, he was sort of barbaric when he first started. And then his wife got, you know, her own career and her own jobs. And we've seen them kind of navigate and make their marriage more modern. So how does somebody like Danielle maintain friendships with people? And again, it's just a show. So maybe if it's just a show, you can do it. But with people who she clearly has such different views on marriage with. Like you can't compare Nate to Bill and Louie.
0: No. And I think for her, I mean, her best bet is to kind of just like keep these relationships as part of her life, but not her whole life. You know, like she doesn't need to put a picture of any of the other housewives in her bedroom. But, you know, kind of like Dolores is friends with everybody. You're here. We're going to be cool when we see each other. But I'm going to have my own life and I'm going to focus on what goes on between my four walls more than anything else, because that is what sustains me at the end of the day. And I think Danielle is smart enough to do that. I really do. i I I think think she's great yeah i do i don't think there's you know everybody's making this scandal about her brother i mean i don't think it's more than that people get into fights for stupid shit and then they stand on ceremony because they don't want to admit they were wrong like i think she's hurt and i think you know i don't know she's funny and i love her personality and i I think she's
1: been trying to get on reality tv a long time and what i hear is that she really wanted to film everything and the and even before she was picked up for jersey the brother was like, stop, like, put the cameras down. Not at my wedding, not me on Insta. And then it just got to a point where he was like, enough.
0: Yeah. I can understand that. But anyway, I'd be friends with her in real life if that's what you're asking. Yes.
1: Totally. I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> and, exactly what we were
0: asking. Okay, good. And,
1: and you bring up Rachel. And I I was happy to see them bury that stupid feud because it was just uh, obvious they were fighting. And you know what?
0: They're smart enough too. That's the thing. Right. You know, it's if like, they
1: really do it, unless they have a new stupid fight next season because they have to be soldiers for the OGs.
0: I don't know. But I really, I really appreciate Rachel and being a stepmom. And I appreciate the, you know, I'm a stepmom. I'm divorced and remarried. I have a daughter of my own and a stepdaughter who I know what it's like to fall in love with a stepchild and to treat that child like your own. And I appreciated that so much about her and, and the heartbreak she started to feel when, you know, she learned that, this adoption may not go through. And I really respected her for that and showing that side of her. Um, I reached out to her, actually, because I want to interview her for my own podcast. I think she's great. I also think she's smart. And I I don't know. I like her a lot. What about the
1: people who criticize her putting the adoption into her storyline, saying, why didn't she do it sooner? Why didn't she wait till she was on television?
0: Oh, I don't think she waited purposely till she was on television. I think there's probably a lot that went behind that. You know, yeah. like the uh uh-uh, uh I I like I don't the baby agree mama that.
1: getting
2: arrested again and being in a halfway house again.
0: Right. Like I well, think and
2: the son expressing that he wanted that too. I think that was a big part of it. Like she she talked about that with him on camera. You know, like this is something you want, right? And he said, Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I am. I don't think there was any she to me seems like she would choose family over the show any day of the week and I like that for her.
1: Yes. And she seems like she has a lovely family, her mom, her dad, her her grandma, her Nona. And we're going to see, speaking of Jaden, we see Rachel say on the next reunion that Jaden's birth mother was contacted by Louie. Yeah.
0: Well, God. We also
1: see Margaret say that her son was threatened at work by Louie. And then yep. we see Melissa hold something up. Yep. So I hear what you're saying, that Teresa really doesn't see it. And we've seen her be dense and deny things, right? But. How could she she not see it?
0: I think she thinks it's love, you guys. Like, I really think in her mind, she believes like, look how much he has my back that he would go hire Bo Deedle. And he's
2: protecting me. He doesn't look unhinged at all by bringing his own security and having his own security downstairs because he's protecting me, right? Like everyone else is dangerous except for me, Teresa.
0: Yeah, I have a question. They, you know, one of his exes talked about how he would like demand sex three times a day or whatever. Do, do you remember this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you think that he's doing that with Teresa? Yes. And do you think she thinks it's amazing? Yes. Because of her pineapple juice and her this and her that and all she right. wanted to do. Like, so I think for her, the things that people complained about with him are the good things for her. You know what I mean? So does that mean that it's a marriage that can last because she likes that attention? I think it will. I think it'll last. I think oh, it might last for a while. I do. Unless wow. he goes to jail. Because we know he's being
1: investigated for various and sundry business dealings.
0: Do you think she would leave him if he went to jail? Are you fucking kidding? No. No. She's gonna stand by her man. Listen, I do love that part of her in, in a way. Like that old school commitment, that you don't find that very often. But I even if he did go to jail, which I hope he doesn't, just for the fact that she's had so much instability in her life and so have the children, I don't think she would leave him.
1: I just always find it staggering when you look at a person like Teresa because she's an example of a personality that's like this who expects so much of her brother, of her sister-in-law, of her castmates, right? And then in their own, you would see her expect those things and then go home to a guy who called her the C-word when she was with Judice. And you say to yourself, I just don't understand. Like to me, my highest demands come from the people closest, like my husband. That's who I expect <laughs> to be treated the best by. Not that I put up with his mistreating me, but I expect my coworker to treat me like a queen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Isn't it, It's like backwards in some way. A little way. bit.
0: A little bit, but she places obviously a very big value on her romantic relationships and has her own set of standards for that. It's...
1: It's wild, it's wild. Somebody, a follower, actually sent this to me, and I thought it was interesting because we see at the reunion again Teresa say, "I'm your only storyline," right to Melissa. Mm-hmm. So this follower, I get, you know, you know how it is. I get the DMs, and they said, you know, Teresa likes to act like she's shown so much on the show and has so many storylines, but if you watch back seasons three to five. She was lying through her teeth about all of her legal stuff, literally refusing to talk about it on camera, which led to her fallout with Jacqueline. She refused to ever be honest about her marriage with Joe. It was known that he'd been fooling around with other women for years. Mm -hmm. Also, this whole idea that now she's pointing at Melissa and Joe called the feds is absurd. So this follower said her sister was an intern at a law firm that started investigating the Judices. And the reason was because... She was given a thirteen thousand dollar yellow diamond on tele. I don't know if this is the reason, but when she was on television, Judice gave her a thirteen thousand dollar diamond ring on television, in the midst of him being sued by his partner. Yeah, it was his partner who who went it. It's just ironic that she she gave other than the table flop and the Melissa being a stripper, the only storyline she's had are things she was forced to confront. Like right. prison, like right. deportation, like divorce. She's never had an authentic storyline that she brought to the table. And we're going to watch her try to cover up anything they try to get about Louie
0: I can't wait for next week. I really can't.
1: Well, we do hear that he stayed calm. How in the world that's possible? How is, okay, I know you're not an expert on narcissistic tendencies, but I feel like you've worked with enough couples and families where this is a personality. How is it that... People who show these traits of being a narcissist are able to turn it off when they need to. Because
0: the way people see them is the most important thing in the world to them. The last so thing he wants did, to hear yeah. is somebody say, I told you so. You see? That's who he is. But you saw a little bit of it in this season, especially in the last couple of episodes where he, like, freaked out at the party right. at Dolores. Which
1: may have been substance-induced if he was drinking Okay, or- whatever.
0: But it was it was a little, like – Okay, guys. Wild, that, yeah. It was crazy. I think you know if you do. First of all, I'm gonna. have to say this to anybody listening: the word narcissist is way overused as a society. Totally, we've, de- we've and decided. Gaslit. <laughs> we've decided to diagnose all sorts of people without being psychiatrists. The the family law industry feeds off of this, especially lawyers who tell their clients, "Oh, your ex sounds like a narcissist," and then it starts a whole thing. But I am not diagnosing Louis. I will say that his everybody has narcissistic personality traits and his show sometimes. And the way in which his show is like this grandiosity and this, you know, I'm going to take care of it. I'm a peacemaker. I'm this and I'm that. And then at his core, he's not. And so I do think he's very, very concerned about how people perceive him. And he doesn't want anybody being able to say, see, look, he's this or he's that.
1: Right. Even though. And that's why it drives him so crazy that On the blogs and on Twitter, people are criticizing him. And that's why we're going to see next week he allegedly hired a private investigator. He allegedly tried to hire a PR firm to do a smear campaign against Joe and
2: Frank. And it's all going to come out. It's
0: so ridiculous. It's so sad.
2: Well, and we know, too, you know, as a narcissistic personality, you know, you want to be seen and whatever. He sought Teresa out and tried to get on the show like but with a quote-unquote surprise visit, we saw that in the previews as well. And of course, like it all, I mean, the math is mathing for me. It's all kind of adding up that, that that's pretty typical for somebody who, um, who let's just say has ulterior motives. And it yeah. feels like a lot of it, he's just had ulterior motives.
0: The and somebody like mathing.
2: Marge, and somebody like Marge who has her arsenal and who does
0: her
1: due diligence and who is a very smart, savvy woman is his worst nightmare. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and he smelled that from the beginning. Yes, he did. I love he, me He's not large. afraid of him.
1: Like, in other words, Dolores knows everything we know. Dolores thinks everything we think. But Dolores is like, I don't got to go to bed with him. It's her choice. Yes,
0: she's very and smart I think Dolores,
1: like that. And I'm going to say this, and I haven't said this before. We always say, like, she plays Switzerland. I think that if there was not a show, because let's call it what it is. This show is Dolores's main source of income only source of income she now has another wealthy boyfriend but without it without the boyfriend and without the show she doesn't work her kids are adults Frank doesn't is under no obligation to give her and I don't you know he's no longer an attorney so I say all that to say I don't believe that Dolores would be friends with Teresa if the show weren't around I don't think they'd be enemies but I don't think she would be
0: going out with her and Louie yeah you're probably not wrong
2: yeah she might be friends with Teresa but not with them as a couple you are not wrong I agree with you. So what do you think? What do
1: you think we see next season, and why do you think we're taking a pause for filming while they figure it out?
0: I think they're taking a pause because they don't know who to bring back and who not to bring back. I'd be devastated if they didn't bring back the Gorgas, although I think they would because... People want to see what unfolds next. I don't know. I mean, I think the more we see somebody on camera, the more their true colors come out. That's for damn sure. And mm-hmm. maybe we see Jen and Fuckface split up. Who knows? So you don't like Bill? <laughs> no, I don't like Bill. Fuckface? <laughs> I do not like him. I'm sorry, but like, ugh, he gets sloppy drunk. He's an embarrassment. Like, tell me you love your wife and show me that, and I will change my opinion.
1: I have to also say something, and this is sort of a side note, but him and Hochstein, they focus on female plastic surgery. A lot of the females getting plastic surgery are moms like us. Who in their right mind wants to go to these freaking men for their mommy makeover? Riddle me that. Oh, God. I wouldn't let Hochstein touch me with someone else's fucking I spackle. know.
0: I have a friend who had a very bad experience with him and ended up not using him, but she went for a consult and she said it was like humiliating and degrading how he treated her and she never oh. went back.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. and So how does he make this money?
0: Listen, he has, not five minutes from my house, a giant building, plastic surgery building that he owns. So he
1: owns it, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's making money. It's the real
2: estate more so.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: So then we have, you know, we haven't talked about Jen Fessler. I want to talk about her and what you think. Michelle, but also she shared, and help me because I'm a little fuzzy on the details, but she shared that didn't her husband cheat, and then they got back together.
0: It sounds like it. It sounds like they've had a...
2: They were split for a while. A yeah. 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 Oh, they actually know Listen, the only thing to know about Jen Fessler... Else. That's right. That's what she said.
0: The only thing to know about her is that she banged my favorite on-screen man Gee. ever, Tony Soprano. <laughs> As James Gandolfini, but in my mind, he was Tony Soprano in their little interlude. And I think that's the most iconic thing. But I also think she's funny. She's got great style. She's like light and, you know, she's smart. I really, really like like her her too.
2: So you're saying if you had had the chance, Michelle, you would have smash or pass Tony Soprano would have been smash.
0: Smash all day, every day.
1: (laughs) Okay, but in his role as Tony Soprano or just normally?
0: In his role as Tony Soprano. I, you
1: know, I mean, I like a good mob boss, but it's a no for me.
0: Oh, God, I don't care. You know, he was care. only like 32
1: I I, I just, when he started filming that. Really? I know. Wow. It's
0: so sad that he's dead. I think and about he's dead it a all long the time. time. He's dead a while, and his poor son, like... His son tried his best in that remake. I had to turn it off. I couldn't even watch it. It was bad.
1: You know, this is another thing I want to say. And then I want to get your thoughts on Jackie and Evan, who, by the way, we're hearing Jackie's not going to be back even in a friend capacity next season. But who, I mean, who knows? Because they're on break and nobody really knows anything. When watching this season, I thought to myself, because there's no mistaking that this cast is at each other's throats. I mean, this reunion is, we're all going to see it. And I said, you have Fessler, who could be the new Marge. You have Fuda, who mm-hmm. could be the new Melissa,
0: Melissa. And you got
1: Danielle, who can be the new Teresa, except for the healthy marriage. And so, like, right. is that their plan? Like, if they can't figure this out, if they try next season and it's, like, enough, Louis becomes too toxic, do they just scrap and go with those girls and build around them?
0: I don't think Andy would ever be stupid enough to let Teresa go.
1: Unless he's put in a position where Louis becomes... I don't know. I mean, Jen Shop filmed right up until she
2: went to the slammer, so I guess so did Teresa and Joe. I don't think right. any one housewife <laughs> is unfireable, though. I don't. I think after what we saw with Vicky and even Tamara um, were unput on possible. I think and what about everybody Nini? Is... I mean, Nini, Atlanta yeah. is still
1: suffering six years later because Nini's gone.
0: For real. I stopped watching after that. I I
1: always watch, but like I get, like I didn't watch this week. I didn't even watch it. What are your thoughts on Jackie and Evan?
0: You know, I think she did I was sad for her when that whole thing happened because I never in a million years thought that that was going to come up for them. I do think it was very healthy for her to not be back on the show, whether or not she was invited back, I don't know. But she's somebody who really does care about her family and she's smart. She's very smart and she's level headed. And I think that, you know, not being on the show is probably better for her in terms of her, her healing journey with her eating disorder and the drama this stirred up for her and Evan. He's hot, man. And I'm sure him being on the show has made ladies come out of the woodwork. (laughs) She's probably like, please stay away. I never saw
1: like the upside to her being on the show because she's independently wealthy. He does well. She never had a business or something that she was pushing or promoting or getting off the ground. So it was just a desire to be famous, which I never understood either because she's such like a normal. Like she seems like someone I'd be friends with in real life. Like I'd go out to dinner with her and her husband. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So, But I think she realized that. I've talked to other housewives, not her, who have said, you know, if there wasn't this contract where we're stuck here for a few years, there's no way I would have continued, you know? Yeah, maybe she thought it'd be a fun opportunity. You know, I think everybody who starts it truly believes that they're not going to become the brunt of drama because they're going to try their best to stay out of it. But that's inevitably what happens.
1: And also, I guess it could become a thing where – You don't want to feel like you didn't give enough. So they're cutting you, right? So, every, you know, nobody wants to not be asked back, I guess.
0: I guess, but I also, I'd rather not be asked back because I was protecting myself and my family than be asked back at the sake of my family's emotional well being.
1: As much, I mean, nobody loves reality television like I do. And I'm not a wealthy person. There isn't a dollar amount that you could give me that would, if somebody was like, B, here's, $10 $10 million, come on, Real Housewives of New Jersey, or here's your own show, I would be like, hell to the no. Hell There's no. no. I'd rather work my normal job for the rest of my life and live my normal lifestyle than exploit my family. I just, I don't know. I would be too scared of what would happen. Also, my husband's high. I agree. I feel like I'd be like in an Evan situation. They'd all be after him.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> and
2: it's hard enough. Honestly, it's hard enough to be a parent. It's hard enough to be a kid to add that extra layer of, you know, the weird fame and then like the mean online stuff. I just don't understand personally. I would never want to do it. I would never want to introduce anything like that that would make life could possibly make I don't have the
0: stomach for that either. Yeah. Like I don't even when someone leaves a nasty message in my comments now, I'm like, i Why? You know, like I just I could never handle like tabloid stuff and people hating me. Like I would die. It's not for me.
1: I would probably be like the crazy like one yelling at you know. Yeah, no, it's not for me.
0: I'd be a Jackie. I'd try real hard to just like lay low and like get myself off the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, it has been amazing having you with us. You have to come back.
0: Uh, you know what my favorite part of this was? The fact that for a long time, B, people thought I was you and you were me.
1: And you happen to know what I look like.
0: I know who yeah, you are. I know
1: who mm-hmm. I am. Don't tell anybody.
2: I, will. Well, yeah, I, people I, thought... I know what you both look like and you're both gorgeous.
1: Okay. Oh, so, so, are, so you. are you. So you. I know. What was that? People thought, well, we have, it's funny, we met because of a mutual friend Instagram account, Stone Cold Daddy.
0: Who's yes. actually my
1: friend in real life? And oh, he's, so, he's funny. so funny. and he would he would send me your stuff, like, and i I guess you were a Bravo fan, and that's how we we met. And I always love all your quotes. that's how we met.
0: And it was amazing to me that, like, I truly love your account before I knew you. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that people would be like, I know this is you. Even my best friends who live up in New York were like, is this you? Come on. You could tell us. I was up in New York two summers ago and they made me prove that it wasn't. (laughs) Wait.
1: And I wonder, because I don't think, listen, we certainly have the same sort of accent. I mean, you're Jewish American. I'm Italian American. If anyone is familiar with either Culture, we're basically the same except one well, of I'm us. I'm also Sicilian. Oh, there you go. I'm not Sicilian. I'm Napolitan, but and I'm actually half Irish. Oh. But my mom was Italian, and like Jews, you are what your mother is. What oh, do you yeah. say? And except for yeah, the for fact sure. that you know Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and He isn't yours, I would say Jewish and Italian are basically ha- the same.
0: <laughs> yes, I agree hundred <laughs> percent. You know, having been brought up in both cultures, that I never really saw much of a difference other than the food, right?
1: My cousin is actually, a couple of my cousins are Jewish and Italian, and my mom-
0: And so is Rachel Fuda, which I love about her. Yeah,
1: well that, honestly, in New York and New Jersey, that is such a common, because we're so much alike that our men, like, you know, back and forth, it's the same kind of deal. People always thought my mom, my mom was raised in Brooklyn, and she went to public school, and at that time, most Italians went to Catholic school, so all her friends were Jewish. And then she was a school teacher, and all her friends there were Jewish, so everyone just- assume my mom was Jewish. But you're going to come back on, Michelle. And one of these days when I'm in my condo in South Florida, we're actually... Every time I'm there, Amanda, Mm -hmm. Michelle is traveling. No, Because it's always like the winter break and you're fancy and you ski. I don't know when I'm getting there this summer because I have... I'm
0: fancy and I'm... Yeah. Where do you go?
1: Vale or... (laughs) Vale.
0: I (laughs) am so fancy. I'm just kidding. My ass is up Um, at Hunter Mountain. I'm going... I'm going to Sicily next week. Stop it. So don't come what next part, week. I'm not going. Yes. I'm
1: still New York school still. My kids are still in school to end of June. You know how it is over here.
0: Yeah. What yeah, part yeah. are no, you we're going?
1: Done.
0: We're, we're going to Noto and Terramina and Catania and then Rome on the way home.
1: Long before the White Lotus, when I was a college student studying abroad in Florence, my best friend and I took the train to Terramina, and it is my favorite city. I've been back a couple times. I took my husband. It's the most incredible
0: I am very Have excited. you been? No, I've been to Italy, but not Sicily. So I'm going to tell you where to get the I'm, best
1: arancini, and you have to go to Bambar for their granita, their ice.
0: Bam Bar, Bam Bar is arancini. featured in the White Lotus. It's like very well known. I, I know. My travel agent mentioned it, but send me the rice ball details because I have important. to like Google it because I never remember the name, but I know what it looks like on the
1: street okay. map. all right girl all right next time thank you cocktailers for tuning in and make sure to check out Michelle at the Michelle Dempsey on Instagram her podcast mom's moving on and her best-selling book also titled mom's moving on which I've purchased for a few of my
2: friends since you've written oh thank you we loved having you please come back okay bye everybody bye guys bye Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor. Just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you've subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends. But only friends who like good tea. Because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye guys. See you next time.